0: The Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group is an award-winning team with hundreds of successful transactions under their belt. Through their national network, the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group works hard to help families realize the dream of home As a community advocate, Cynthia Joyner is proud to be the presenting sponsor of Jazz in the Park Huntsville. You can find the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group on the web at cynthiajoiner.com. Jazz. Jazz, jazz, jazz with Kenny Anderson. Welcome to Jazz with Kenny Anderson. I'm David Person, the producer of the podcast. And we're starting this way, meaning with me, my voice instead of Kenny's, because this is part two of our conversation about the virtual Jazz in the Park Huntsville event that is coming up this Sunday. This podcast is dropping on the Friday before the virtual event. So uh, hopefully, most of you will hear it before the virtual event, and some of you will hear it afterwards. But anyway, even if you hear it after the virtual event, it'll be cool for you to get Kenny's insight on how we got to this point and what. Uh, what kinds of uh, activities and planning went into it? So here's part two of the conversation Kenny and I had about Jazz in the Park Huntsville, 2021, the virtual event. All right, Kenny. So we've got this year's event that's uh, you know we're we're excited about, looking forward to this virtual event. What can people expect to experience during that event?
1: Yeah, boy, they'll be uh, looking forward to experiencing something really unique and really special. Um, A fully produced uh, broadcast that will be live streamed over um, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, that we certainly hope that people will share with as many people as possible for maximum exposure. Because uh, the event that we're planning is really, uh, I think, very unique in terms of the space that we've carved out for what we're calling our Jazz in the Park 2021 live stream edition. Uh, This of course is uh, the result of over a year of planning, uh, beginning with a concept, uh, sort of wondering out loud what something might be, and then sort of putting the elements together with the uh, strong production team that we've uh, established to make this happen. And um, just the elements of this event will primarily include an opening act, uh, that opening act is going to be none other than a phenomenal keyboardist, vocalist, composer, arranger, John Stoddard, uh, and uh personal yeah. friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to John, man. I tell you that that brother is phenomenal. And he's also been a, a previous guest on the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. One of our, I want to say if he wasn't the first, he was one of the
1: first. He was, he was second because was Kelvin second. Wooten was number one.
0: Oh, that's right. Kelvin was number one. Yeah. And then yeah. John, that's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we got a strong start to the podcast because of those brothers. And uh, yeah. so we've got John uh, opening things up for us. We've got Dino Posey, headliner extraordinaire. I'm sorry, MC slash comedian extraordinaire out of uh, Birmingham, mm-hmm. who's going to be creating. I call it the bridge between uh, some of these things that are going on in the pot in the uh, production piece that we're planning for September the 5th. And of course, our headliner is none other than Reagan Whiteside, amazing flautist out of Atlanta, Georgia, who has also been on the podcast. So I think there's a theme here, man. You come on the podcast, you might get invited to Jazz in the Park. <laughs> no, it all works out that way because Reagan, of course, was so gracious in her availability to come on the podcast and to speak to her journey in this field, which is a fascinating journey, but she's such an amazing performer. We're so happy to have her. She'll be here with a four piece band and uh, they're gonna give us an excellent show. Uh, People can just expect uh, more of what they typically get from the Jazz in the Park Huntsville live edition, only this time in a COVID safe environment. And uh, uh, that will of course be uh, wherever they're watching uh, from in this world.
0: Nice, nice, nice. So Reagan Whiteside flutist, or some people say flautist, uh, John Stoddard singer, songwriter, keyboardist, and uh, emceed by Dino Posey. That's uh, that's a strong lineup. And, and you said that people can get to it through Facebook. Which Facebook page is that?
1: Yeah, it's going to be, uh, we've renamed the page now to Jazz Huntsville so that people can find it real easily, and they can find it there. We're also creating a YouTube page, especially for Jazz in the Park. That's gonna be a brand new page, but we're gonna actually stream it over that page as well. Uh, My uh, technical team behind the scenes, uh, Kirk Nugent, uh, is working on that piece with me. Of course, David, you're producing the event. Mm -hmm. Give a shout out to Keith Matthews, who is actually working on the camera end of this thing, and a phenomenal person. And uh, of oh, course, got a Yeah, the videography.
0: That, that, that's right. Yeah.
1: That, that's right. That's right. And then Angelo uh, Bland, who's providing audio, sound, and lighting for us, and Frank McQuarrie at the AC, providing uh, technical support as well. So just a strong production team. Uh, very. I mean, if you added up the years of experience on uh, this particular team. I mean, you're probably getting close to a century of experience, close
0: to it. I was going to say, going back to the dinosaur era, if you just look at me alone, yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, listen, seriously, if you add the time in, uh, certainly as professionals, I mean, you've done what you've done as a professional for over 30 years.
0: Yeah, well over 30, uh, that's right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and Keith is right there, too, and, uh, you know, then you filtering angelo and the work that he's been doing for so many years you got kirk there you got frank there. frank's been doing what he's been doing for 25 27 years so you mm-hmm. got a, a century of production uh, abilities and expertise uh, working to make this one-shot event uh, successful uh, and uh, we know it's going to be we know that people are going to love what they see and we know we're going to have a whole new family created an extended family created in the jazz in the park, Huntsville family.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your personal connection to jazz, because I've sensed through the years that you, uh, even though you're not a musician or a singer, unless you've been hiding that from me for the past 30 years, 30 plus years, uh, I know that you have a real passion for music, specifically jazz. Talk about that.
1: I learned how to play the saxophone as a fifth grader. Uh Uh-oh, wait, whoa, whoa, what, what? Attending PS 137, so i just check you a little bit, man. More (laughs) back, just a little bit. I mean, I didn't stay with it, but I did learn how to play it. I learned how to play it well enough to actually have two solos in the band um, that year that I played. At fifth uh, fifth grade, that's the only year I ever played the saxophone, and I was good at what I did. And I regret in some ways, I mean, I don't lose sleep of it, but I regret not sticking with it. I transferred to a different school the following year. They did not have a band. And so all of that kind of went by the wayside. And, uh, you know, of course, we were uh, we were trying to make it back then. And my parents didn't have money for private lessons and things like that and instruments and stuff. So it just went by the wayside, man. But I was pretty darn good with that sax, brother. I'm telling you. Uh, And and I know that for me was one of the first tastes uh, for me of um, jazz as an art form, but I grew up in New York City, so uh, some of the um, older, more contemporary uh, names that people might associate with jazz who came through uh, that community were names that we were familiar with. I was familiar with at that time always intriguing because I was always, uh, as a younger person, I was kind of an R&B person, soul, some gospel. Um, But, you know, when you listen to jazz, you hear the influence of all of that in that music. And so um, over the years, uh, and I remember it was in, um, um, it was, I was in my third year of college. I was a junior attending Mm -hmm. Oakwood College. And I heard an album um, that changed my life (laughs) in terms Mm -hmm. of music. It was the music of Roy Ayers and the album was You Send Me. Mm -hmm. And there are two grooves, about four grooves on that album that I, I can never forget. But there's two that I listen to probably at least 15 times a week. Uh, One is You Send Me, which I think is a a beautiful song and beautifully performed by him on that album. But the other one is Can't You See Me? And uh, that jam right there is like the jam. It's like one of those jams that you hear uh, when you hear you just get kind of crazy. If you're in the car, you're singing, your head is bopping. (laughs) You're trying to make sure that you got that brake and and, uh, accelerator in uh, sync thing going on because it's, it's just so <laughs> it makes you feel so good as a consequence of that and Roy mm-hmm. Ayers was really my first introduction to what I would call my love for jazz today mm-hmm. and it has just grown over the years I mentioned in a previous section of the uh, of the podcast that I got the chance to often go to the Atlanta Jazz Music Festival and saw some of the best performers at those events And one of the ones I referenced in the conversation with Reagan Whiteside was Hubert Laws, a phenomenal uh, performer. And um, to see him in the park that day uh, was just absolutely amazing at this at this event, uh, performing the music that I had grown to love. And it has just continued ever since. So I'm a huge love of jazz, all forms of jazz. Uh, I'm also a big band person. Uh, so that sound is really big for me as well, uh, and I have great respect for uh, that music. Um, um, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just a lover of of those two genres, especially mm-hmm. uh, with jazz being a little bit above the big band thing, depending on what day it is. Uh, and I will say one other thing you mentioned about uh, you know singing. If I've been kind of keeping out of cover for many years. I have not been keeping that undercover, but I will guarantee you, I win Grammy Awards when I'm in the shower and when I'm driving <laughs> in the car. I will guarantee. You. Nice. I see my name on the Idol, and and uh, there it is on the, on the award. There's Kenny Anderson, best vocal performance of the year, best male vocal performance. I win them, man, when I'm in the car in the shower.
0: When you're there, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> award it to yourself. <laughs> I nominate <laughs> me. I'm the winner. <laughs> nice. So uh jazz and 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 you talk about Roy Ayers. Roy Roy Ayers is sort of at the nexus of jazz and funk and and b uh really a groundbreaking performer, um vibraphoneist keyboardist. And and then you talked about big band, you know, which is which is a a, a an aspect of jazz that is is uh sort of gone out of style, I, I think for, for young people, but yet, you know, it does endure. It, it's, you know, you think about some of the greats like count Basie, Duke Ellington, Benny Goodman. I mean, we can name names, uh, you know, just yeah, to- so, so, Tommy Dorsey, Tommy One of Dorsey. My yeah, that's yeah. right. The Dorsey brothers, yeah. you know, just, just amazing performers and performances, uh, came out of that genre of music so that's really that's really cool so your new nickname is kenny coltrane anderson now that i know (laughs) uh, now that i know that you uh had this secret saxophone history as a part of your life i'll start calling you coltrane baby kenny coltrane anderson
1: (laughs) i'll embrace it
0: Well, Kenny, um, we've talked about what people can expect coming up for this uh, virtual event, this virtual uh, live stream event, and uh, the the ways they can connect to it. and uh, And of course, we you know we're going to be promoting this extensively on social media and through other avenues. Is there anything else you think people should know uh, about either this year's event? or perhaps what you're thinking about for
1: 2022? Wow. So we're hopeful that we'll be able to get back to live in-park concerts uh, for the month-long series. We're excited about expanding the Jazz Education Masterclass brand. Uh, Very excited about that. Uh, We're excited about uh, investigating the possibility of having some pop-up concerts around the city Uh, that are part of, or an extension of the Jazz in a Park brand. So there are many cool communities and and cool venues around town uh, that we would love to explore some opportunities to bring some local performers in and maybe even some headliners, big name headliners as well, uh, to do some smaller shows. So we'd love to be able to do something like that. Uh, We are just interested in doing whatever we can to honor the legacy of jazz and to honor the legacy of Bernard Lockhart and to bring to this community a real sense of value in terms of people who are coming here from many different parts of the the nation and the world who are, again, looking for ways to get connected, looking for representation in the things that are being offered, and looking for real opportunities to be successful in this space. And so Jazz in the Park I think of as an organic experience, you know, whether you come to one concert or uh, all concerts, whether you come for a short period of time or uh, a long period of time, whether you serve on our planning committee, whether you are a, one of the many sponsors out there who I have to give a big shout out to you. We could not do what we do without your underpinning. And uh, you all have been amazing and phenomenal as presenting sponsors, as well as uh, secondary sponsors that have really uh, shouldered up, uh, the, the real heavy lifting on this thing for our community to ensure that this process remains free. And so, um, and, and again, free for me, not for the sake of free, free with quality. We're not, we're not watering anything down just because it's free. Uh, we're not backing away from our commitment to keep this thing where it is because we know it has great value to our community as a family friendly event as an event that again uh, supports the the history and legacy of jazz. And as an event that from the the perspective of the municipal government recognizes and acknowledges jazz as an art form that is worthy of preservation and celebration. And so uh, we just thank everyone who's been supportive of this thus far. And I'm always interested in talking with people about participating in one form or another.
0: All right. Kenny Anderson, the host of jazz with Kenny Anderson. Uh, I'm David person, the producer of this, this great podcast and, uh, Kenny, uh, I think we are going to have a phenomenal, a phenomenal, uh, live stream event coming up here on September the 5th. Uh, and, uh, we're looking forward to that. And, uh, that, uh, that start time is five 45 for the for the, uh, the streaming event, uh, we've got a little 15 minutes of what we're calling sort of pre show information that we're going to convey and give people kind of a chance to, to, uh, to join us on the live stream. And then right at six o'clock, we're going to hit the ground running with one straight hour of great programming, uh, that will include a live performance from downtown Huntsville by Reagan Whiteside.
1: Yeah. And let me make sure people know how to connect with me because if yes. they're interested in being a part of this process, I'm at Kenny.Anderson at HuntsvilleAL.gov. That's the word Huntsville spelled out in AL, no dot between them. Kenny.Anderson at HuntsvilleAL.gov for 256 883 3993. 256 883 3993. I would love to talk to you about anything related to Jasmine Park, Huntsville.
0: And that is your direct line. That's how. That's it. You at your desk.
1: That's it. You yeah. ring that number. I'll answer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kenny. Uh, we'll see you for the next episode of Jazz with Kenny Anderson, where Kenny will be in his rightful place as the as the voice of the podcast, and I will get back on the other side of the booth where I belong. <laughs> Well, that was a great conversation with my man, Kenny Anderson, the founder of Jazz in the Park Huntsville. Glad you joined us for that conversation. And we're going to go back into our regular format with our next episode of Jazz with Kenny Anderson. Kenny will be talking with jazz saxophonist, flutist, and vocalist, Paula Atherton. So you'll want to be here for that. I'm David Person, producer of the podcast. Until next time, keep it jazzy. The Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group is an award-winning team with hundreds of successful transactions under their belt. Through their national network, the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group works hard to help families realize the dream of homeownership. As a community advocate, Cynthia Joyner is proud to be the presenting sponsor of Jazz in the Park Huntsville. You can find the Cynthia Joyner Real Estate Group on the web at CynthiaJoiner.com.